0: To defeat an enemy, you must
1: know them.
0: Not just their battle tactics,
1: but their history, philosophy, art. Welcome. To the Chase Ascendancy Podcast.
0: Well, <laughs> we were All just here. No <laughs> um Hello everyone and welcome
1: back to The Chase Ascendancy.
0: This is our weekly bonus episode, Mandalorian Review, chapter my god. 14? 14? Narshad? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Jedi. Yeah. And, uh... wonder who that was talking about. Yeah, who was that? I saw so many posts that were like, this is your friendly neighborhood reminder that Ahsoka is not a Jedi. And I was like, well, Dave Filoni says that she is. <laughs> so your argument's pretty much invalid at that point. Um, so we're talking about the Jedi, the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. We're recording this a little bit late, usually this comes out on Saturdays, but it's coming out on Monday, because obviously we're all separated for Thanksgiving and such, And uh, and but we have to talk about this. We can't just skip it, alright? Uh, so we're going to try to keep on focus, because there's a lot, a lot to unpack. Yeah. First segment, overall thoughts. Here's where we're going to get hung
1: up, because <laughs> there's a lot. Go ahead, you begin. I just... I was on Xbox Live with my friend mm-hmm. Friday night. He's like, "Did you see it?" And I was like, "What do you think?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, "I had just gotten all that I ever wanted mm-hmm. out of this episode of Mando. Mm-hmm. All that I was hoping for, everything that I wanted that we talked about yes. from the get about what could possibly happen this season, which I would like to say called it ahead of the game." <laughs> I, this is
0: the second or third time this season that we've said, I think this, you know, I can remember talking about the first episode and I was like, man, it'd be really cool. You know, we talked about Cobb Vanth early on. I had people after the first episode going, dude, thank you guys. Thank you and Sam and Adam so much because I didn't even know who Cobb Vanth was. There was no reason I knew who that was. And uh, I knew mm-hmm. who he was and mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched the episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just so rewarding because five years ago. Mm-hmm. when the first Aftermath book came out, when The Force Awakens was in theaters, and I read it. corn on the Cobb Vanth. corn on the Cobb Vanth. And there he was. And uh, I can remember going through my my trading cards, because we were talking about the Darth Maul cards weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, a crate Dragon would be sick. Mm-hmm. And I posted it that night on my Fet Ventures profile. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are two really cool things. And then, boom, Boba Fett and crate Dragon, episode one. Uh, just some really cool stuff. And then for us to say... Ahsoka, we like Ahsoka. You know, she's cool. But here's, here's where we're getting down yeah. to. Ahsoka,
1: Ahsoka is nothing H- more or less to me right now than a bridge to Grand Admiral Thrawn.
0: Oh, mama. <laughs> mama. Oh, yeah. I wish Boss Nass was here. Is that him? Boss <laughs> Nass? <laughs> I was so freaking excited, bro. We, so obviously we're brothers. We were at our mom's... House in a little old rinky dink town called Mason, Texas. We were about six hours away from Houston and we were sitting in, uh, you know, her guest room or whatever, watching The Mandalorian. And uh, you were sitting in a chair over here, I was sitting in a chair over here, and Ahsoka's fighting the what was the name of that lady? Magistrate, the magistrate uh, of Cordova, Elizabeth, I want to say,
2: Elsbeth. something like that. Yeah.
0: And she's, you know, where is your master? And you said, who's her master? You think? And it's I was like, it's got to be somebody you know, important. It's got to be somebody important, right? And I was thinking, man, well, the only person that we've talked about at all so far is Gideon. But I was like, I, I guess it could be Gideon, you know? But he seems kind of removed from this area, you know. Mm-hmm. He seems he's he's got things he's focused on. And then Ahsoka says, "Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn?" And I was actually wearing this hoodie at the time, so don't forget, you can go on T Public and buy your merch. <laughs> we've actually sold two or three Grand Admiral shirts or masks or whatever. So here you go. You can have the name of the podcast and Grand Admiral Thrawn's ranking badge right there on hoodie, uh, funsies. And so I was wearing this. We're eating Thanksgiving leftovers. We got pie. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? I almost dropped my pie fork. I literally got up and walked out of the room <laughs> and hurried back in because I didn't want to miss anything. But I was like, "What? What did? Who? what did she just say? What did you, what? What did she say?
1: What?
0: So overall thoughts. I
1: just heard the rule just now. <laughs> what? What?
0: Um, overall thoughts, amazing episode. Um, I knew it was gonna be good when it started and we were like, okay, it's called the Jedi. Is that a runaround because Ahsoka's not gonna show up and it's gonna be some rando. We think it's going to be Ahsoka, Dave Filoni's directing, yeah. the stars align. We
1: knew something big was coming when we and, were teeing up to this moment all season long and Dave Filoni's directing, right. and it was, what, 52 minutes long? Right. And so the episode was like, dun-dun, and as soon
0: as it opens up, Ahsoka's like, we do lights I was like, I remember looking at you and go, "Where well, there she is. Well, there it is. <laughs> right off the bat. So that's how I knew it was going to be a heavy-hitting episode. Right. She wasn't
1: even the reveal. She, she was, wasn't
0: even the reveal, bro. She was
1: the tea time, bro. She was
0: there. And so uh, Rosario Dawson did a great job. Mm-hmm. And um, I have minor complaints,
1: but the headtails, yeah, the headtails. Okay, so also the way um, the lightsabers, the way she held her lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Also, that her lightsabers had curved hilts. That is mm-hmm. not the case in Clone Wars. But that's how they were in Rebels, or is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
0: so it was cool. I did love the callback to how she lights them against each other mm-hmm. in Rebels. That was cool to see that again. Uh, of course, the white sabers is sick.
1: Yeah. Um, fun s- fact, if you didn't know this, that's actually, it's in Rebels, but it's actually a callback to the Ahsoka novel. Um, mm. it's when she's kind of struggling with her identity and they talk about how, um, Sith bleed the crystals. Yeah, that's where that concept came about, I think. And then, um, basically she did something light side version-ish and because she wasn't a Jedi and she hadn't, uh, established, uh, that type of force- bond mm-hmm. with the crystals they lost their color and they were white
0: yeah it was really cool because the concept is that uh in legends sith had synthetic crystals right. because they had more synthetic cutting power. crystals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they their main concern is the cutting power right very sith like i don't care if it's real does it hurt more you know so they have synthetic but in now in canon the concept is they actually take a crystal that starts with a blue or
1: a green or you know obviously in a very rare case a the, purple well, they're or an orange. Technically within canon now neutral color until they make a bond they, with the yeah, Jedi. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they take the the colored crystal from a Jedi and they they break it to their will as a Sith mm-hmm. and it bleeds. It literally bleeds in their hand mm-hmm. and saw that's it in the Kylo what Kylo Ren comic. Yeah, that's how you know how powerful <laughs> Kylo Ren is because he didn't just bleed his. He
1: bled it and broke it. Uh, so that was cool, but um, anyway, let's stay focused. Standout moments. I'm
0: going to my overall
1: thoughts. Okay, my bad. <laughs> uh,
0: I really enjoyed it. It started off hot. Um, and even though there were character-building moments between Ahsoka and Baby Yoda, also known as Grogu. Yeah, freaking. So on. that was cool. We saw Ahsoka. We got freaking Mandalorian Beskar spear, which was freaking sick. We got uh, HK droids, HK-80s, I want to say. 87? 87. 87, yeah. which was super dope because uh, HK-47, HK 47, 47. that's why. Uh, HK-47 is Revan's droid. Yeah. Um, he's the one that calls humans meatbags. Uh, so that was, for me, that was really cool to see one of those I on think screen. That was
1: the first time that was used in the Star Wars community. Say it again? The term meatbag? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
0: the first time it was, t- it was
1: used. Uh, so that was really cool to see. The HK droid...
0: Um, you had the very western, very samurai show-off or mm-hmm. showdown. It was cool because you had the samurai style with Ahsoka and uh, the other lady. And then you had the western style mm-hmm. between Homeboy from... I don't know if you recognized him, but he's from Ali- the Alien movie Terminator. and from Terminator.
1: So he was a big character. Would you like to know something about me? Go ahead. I've never seen either of those movies.
0: Alien or Terminator? Oh my god, dude. Pretty good michael
2: benn he's also in the matrix if i'm not
1: mistaken mm. i knew i have like, seen those
0: yeah yeah so he was very cool i wish that he we could have seen him do some stuff because
1: mm-hmm. you could tell he was meant to be like a big bad well and um i thought it was cool somebody else you sent me somebody else's star wars story but when we were watching or instagram story but mm-hmm. when we were watching i was like this guy reminds me of ringo from mm-hmm. tombstone mm-hmm. and so somebody else had made that same comparison right well
0: ringo he's talking to Doc
1: Holliday from the movie Mm -hmm. Tombstone and he says,
0: my quarrel's not with you, Holliday. And that character says, I don't have any problem with you, Mandalorian. It Mm -hmm. was almost like a direct pull, so that was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Filoni and Favreau are very, very good about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Filoni in the Two Sons episode of Maul and Obi-Wan fighting, everybody was like, why was that so short? And it was like,
1: you need to realize where they're at mentally, yeah, and also watch this samurai film, yeah. So that was very cool. I also would like to mention that I pulled that comparison before he said, yeah, that line. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I was on it.
0: Um, and uh man, just some very very cool stuff. Up. And uh okay, so we'll go on forever. Number two, standout moment.
1: Where to begin? Where to um, begin? There's at least three to me. Baby Yoda's name, Grogu, mm-hmm. the child, the child. We now have a name. But you just get a little piece of duct tape. Grogu. Or a little, little, little name tag on this little uh, knapsack Hi, my there.
2: my name is Grogu. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you know how you see people cover up people's jerseys? They don't want to buy a whole new jersey, <laughs> so they'll the just best. put,
1: you know. That'd be funny. Um, we got the Beskar spear, which was freaking sick. We mm-hmm. got Mando having Ahsoka dead to rights. He had her dead to rights. He could have killed her if he wanted to.
0: Because whenever he had her... With the That was a cool callback to yeah. Boba and, and Luke. Um, totally could have
1: blasted her right He face. didn't.
0: He didn't. He could have burned her. Can he we could talk a about how her. Ahsoka
1: definitely wouldn't be heavier than Mando in his full regalia?
0: Yeah. Beskar is supposed to be super heavy. And she was like, watch this. I'm 70 pounds. <laughs> you know? And,
1: and that happened. And I told my friend about it. And he's like, use the force. And I was like, that's not how the force works. Yeah. I was I like, mean, the only force she was using was the force of gravity. Yeah, it shouldn't have worked like I don't that. even think
0: with the momentum that she was pulling. No. Yeah, no, no, there's no but way. anyways, um, um, he, but he, even then yeah. he detached and she was like here and he already had his gun out he and was did her. like this. He
1: could have had her. Um, we got to see her force training the baby. We got to see a deeper, uh, look into the bond between Mando and Grogu because we get we had like Grogu's force, backstory. Right. We get Grogu's He backstory. was in the Jedi temple. Yeah. We never knew that before. Um. And then, of course, the to me the biggest moment of all of all time the the reintroduction of Grand Admiral Thrawn.
0: Yeah. Other than the Gospel, <laughs> this is the most significant thing that's the ever happened. Story ever told. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my God, dude. The so okay, seeing Ahsoka
1: that was huge. Seeing her live action. Right. Stuff like that is a really big deal. Well, and it's funny because like that's for most people that's what they care about. Yeah. And I can respect that. There's a lot of Ahsoka fans. I'm not a huge Ahsoka fanboy. I feel like there are greater things we got out of the Clone Wars that I choose to focus on. Yeah. But it's funny to me that they would almost, in my mind, oh, uh, overshadow her in her own episode by mentioning Thrawn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Thrawn is the more important character. Let's talk about the fact that Ahsoka has one novel to Thrawn's... It's set 8 coming up yeah well here's the thing Thrawn 9 if you count the one where there was fake Thrawn fake Thrawn the Hand of Thrawn duology mm-hmm. so that would be 10 yeah um
0: and also there is mention of Thrawn in uh Survivor's Quest by Timothy Zahn um so here's the thing
1: don't worry I'm not breaking we'll start a about? uh
0: listen Ahsoka is a cool character book review of obviously very here. very cool but Thrawn, I don't want to lose any love here from folks, but to
1: me, Thrawn saved Star Wars in the early '90s. Yeah, Air the Empire brought attention back. Okay, because what we didn't have any Star War, any Star Wars content for almost ten years. The Star Wars Christmas special. No, no, that was that was before Return of the Jedi. Okay, so So
0: Return of the Jedi is '84. Thrawn was in I want to say '90 or '91. '91. So six or seven years, yeah, and b- people were saying Star Wars was dead. And then we got Episode One in '99. Yes, it was revered, right? Right. Wow, Star Wars. Remember Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, but, I remember Star Wars. But, I, remember
1: ATT. I, love ATT. Oh, I love you, I love Chewbacca.
0: But remember, uh, I remember uh, reading or listening to a uh, an interview with people who were talking about they interviewed bookstore uh, owners because mm-hmm. before Barnes and Noble and stuff, is you had to go to a local bookstore. Yeah. And it would, before Amazon, obviously. And people were driving. I'm not even kidding you, bro. People were calling bookstores three and four hours away. Do you have Heir to the Empire? Okay, don't you freaking tell that book. I'm four hours away. I'm coming to you. Mm-hmm. Driving two, three, four hours to get this book because it was new Star Wars. Yeah. And Thrawn was a character that led by he, example. He's a,
1: in a very compelling character.
0: Yes. And... Uh, so compelling dude i remember seeing i remember watching the rebels trailer for season three Mm -hmm. and watching people's reactions dude there's one he cried he goes thank you yeah it was a guy named um dash star and he would always say greetings my name is dash and he would hold he would open up a lightsaber in front of the camera and he i always loved watching his reviews he's an australian guy so he has a cool voice and uh he the and you know What our buddy Mark Thompson has done for the beginning of our episodes, Mm -hmm. but to defeat an enemy, you must know them. That was not what he sounded like before, Mm -hmm. but the eloquence with which it was spoken. I was like, that's Thrawn. That's freaking Thrawn. And uh, dude, the guy instantly started crying. Mm -hmm. I think that's Thrawn, uh, which was freaking cool. Uh, So anyways, Ahsoka is a great character, but I feel like Thrawn has done more for Star Wars overall. That's just my opinion um but bro we're called the chiss ascendancy for crying out loud what do you want from us what do you want from me the chiss ascendancy podcast you're tuned in i've got a freaking thrawn rank badge right here and this is one of my two jackets that have this on <laughs> um but standout moment for me obviously was thrawn being introduced something you know one thing means something... he's
1: alive right this whole time we've been like he's probably out there right he's out there right, right. like you know like, I'll, sometimes I'll just be lying awake at night, and because I don't have anyone to calmly and reassuringly cradle me back into sleep, and I'm just there staring <laughs> off into the great abyss until sleep overtakes me. Mm. You know those moments? Yeah. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, man, he's probably alive. You know, and that's 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 how I comfort that's myself. That's enough to put back you back to sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, standout moment for me, obviously, huge stuff. Ahsoka... Baby Yoda's name, his backstory was really big. The fact that Ahsoka cannot train him because just... his bond as father to son to yeah. the Mandalorian is too strong, that was freaking ballin'. Um, the huge, huge stand-up moment is the Thrawn reveal, right. and then a smaller moment that we can't let go of, that we can't let it be overshadowed, is the mention of Tython yes. going back to Expanded Universe, um, Jedi Temple, take him to the top of the mountain... And I guess it's like a cell phone tower for Force
1: users. Like uh light side dark mark. Yeah, whatever. All the Jedi's get a scratchy arm all over the galaxy and they uh, do their darkness oh, yeah, to get yeah, yeah.
0: there. So it's very interesting. So the concept when we're leaving the episode is take him to Tython, which I guarantee you we're not
1: going to get there next episode. Yeah. I bet we don't get there until next season. Yeah, probably not. But Or maybe like last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, does this feel like a video game to anybody else? Like you I've, get there, I've read and then, that. you know, it's like, all right, your next quest, Tython. Yeah. And you're like, well, son of a mother, and then yeah. you know, you can see that part of the map now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've read about that. Uh, Skeleton Astronaut has said that he's like, I feel like I'm playing a video game, but I like a video game, so I'm happy for it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to Tython, get to the top of the mountain, and here's the other thing: is he chooses his own path there, mm-hmm. whether
1: he wants to be a Jedi or not, right? I thought it was cool that he's like, he doesn't understand. And she goes, he does. Yeah. You know, it gives a whole new layer of credibility. And now... Now he has no excuse when he's doing bullcrap. Now we know his name so we can get his attention.
0: Also, he didn't know what red and blue were two episodes ago. He knew. He knew what he
1: was doing. What a little butthole. It's like when you were asking me, what was it? What did you want off the counter the other day? I don't remember. He wanted something and I started like just pointing to random stuff. He'd be like, hey, can you give me the lid for that water bottle? I'd be like... Be a super, and he go, no, and I was like, Amba. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Uh, new characters, uh, a slew of them. The mm. The magistrate was a very cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked when she uh, died.
1: Did they ever show her dying? I wonder if she just left her there.
0: But uh, the people overthrew her. I'm
1: sure the people would have killed her. Homeboy. I think they saw her in that collar thing, right? Oh, Maybe. I don't know, homeboy, the the little Asian
0: guy that took a bath and looked dope at the end of the episode. Yeah, I'm I'm the guy that knows gave the secret recipe
1: for the noodles. Yeah,
0: he <laughs> knows what's going on. Um, so standout moment that was really cool. Standout character, uh, new characters. New characters. Okay, the HK droids. Okay,
1: something that was a cool snag by somebody on the, the interwebs. interwebs. Sharper eyes than I do saw an insignia, and it's not a a a tit for tit. Uh, account of it, to quote uh, Dwight Schrute, uh, but it's it's something similar to... No, it, it is. is it, it it's, it's spot, spot on. on. It's it just dirty. The insignia of For the 7th fleet. fleet, which is Thrawn's charge. Which have been given him specifically by Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. If you happen to order the Orient of the Sombrero t-shirt, you get the... It's basically Thrawn's logo, but it's the thing that you see on the underbelly of the Chimera. Mm-hmm. And our friend, Skeleton Astronaut, Uh, photoshopped little sembrers of the orient onto the larger snake's heads Mm -hmm. but it's uh kind of like a more abstract version of that it's got kind of yeah well we also have the seventh fleet shirt Mm -hmm. available on tpublic.com use service we didn't plan to do a merch thing here but it just keeps being relevant
0: uh yeah because we're calling it left and right bro um so that was really cool rate it one to ten go
1: i know that there was preemptive outrage if I were not to rate this a 10. Yes. Rest assured, it's a 10.
2: <laughs>
1: I feel like I just gave you a
0: dragon pearl. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah! There you go. A 10. Adam? Come on.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like a 9.8. There's a couple things in there, but it's, it's like... Pretty Adam said 10. Adam, Adam said, said 10. ten. <laughs> you said it's your favorite episode of either season so far. It is. It okay.
1: So basically a 10.
0: Yeah. Starframe. Ding, ding. Uh,
1: That's so, 20 bucks to charity. There it is. Whatever you like.
0: Uh, so yeah. 10 10 10. Um, loved Adventures it. interest of 10 10 10. Okay.
1: My favorite thing—the part where we speculate correctly every week—I thought it would be fun if we did an alternative take on this segment. And since it's Adam's favorite episode of okay. all the seasons, we have a questions time with Adam, where Adam can be the voice of the uh, the viewer and he could ask us questions that he might have. That might be a question that somebody else might have. Okay, easy peasy. Adam, would you like to introduce yourself to the fine folks at home? I'm Adam. Dope questions
2: uh one of the big questions is when if when and if they get to the the mountain Mm -hmm. um who actually shows up
1: that's a fantastic question you want me to go it's i don't know i don't know she she does mention in passing that there are other jedi that survived order 66 what would be freaking sick? Quinlan Voss? That's not even what I was going to say, actually. Crook. C- crook. That would be freaking sick. Dude. Sick. I'm not. This is my second. I know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my heart cannot take Dude, if Crook I know, showed up, bro. I know Dave
1: Filoni is also a big fan of Quinlan Vos. Mm-hmm. So it, it's entirely possible because that species happens to live quite a while. Yeah. So it's possible that it could be Quinlan Voss. I'm all the way there for that. Quinlan's like one of my top five all-time favorite Jedi. Sweet lord. If it was Crook, bro. I think it would be way... I th- as big of a fan as I am of Quinlan Voss, I think it would be way cooler if we had Crook. Oh my god. If only for us to sell out of... Sombrero of the Orient t-shirt. Dude, I would
0: lose my freaking
1: mind if they showed up and that
0: sexy, tall warthog with the Sombrero of the Orient showed up. I would be all the way there <laughs> Mama. It. I'd be all the way there for it. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta move on past Crook because I'm getting lightheaded just thinking about if he showed up, bro. I think
1: Crook is... An outlandish but viable option. Oh, Quinlan my Voss, God. Think, He trained Cade Skywalker in the Legends material. Which is why it would be super sick. And
0: we know that they're looking at those dadgum comics because we talked the other week about how George liked Darth Talon's design.
1: Yep. yep. You sick man. And uh, <laughs> um, Okay, so in-universe in, in people that we know are around. I think Quinlan Voss is semi-confirmed to be alive. He's confirmed to have
0: survived Order 66. Yeah. We don't know between the end of the Vader comic where he's hunting Knowing the Jedi Steve, and now.
1: I would think it was likely that he would leave him around. Because he could just be, be speculating because in the comics before, you know, it was retconned or whatever, mm-hmm. he was already eyeballing Quinlan as a replacement apprentice. For Dooku. Yeah. So Especially if Anakin couldn't be turned. Exactly.
0: And we know that he turned for a little bit from... Uh,
1: Dark Disciple. My God,
0: there you go. Dark Disciple. Um, yeah, I could see him being around. People that are the obvious answers are someone like Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger. Because if Thrawn is back and the Seventh Fleet is back, then Ezra's back. Although, he would be imprisoned, is my guess. What about Luke? I don't think they'll bring Luke. Here's here's my thing about Luke. Here's one that people are forgetting, is that Leia was training as a Jedi. Yeah. And that would be... Freaking
1: raw. But okay, I, I still think they're both too big. I think they would steal My us. thing but,
0: is, yeah, so Jay, we've talked about this a little bit before, but J.J. J. Abrams said one of the reasons that Luke was only at the very end of The Force Awakens right. was because any time Mark Hamill was on set, nobody would looking at him.
1: Right. It reminds me of when they were doing filming for the season of The Mandalorian, and mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. was on set getting things tried on sure. and they were talking about how they couldn't even focus because Obi-Wan was on set yeah. and he's not even in front of the camera, yeah. you know what I mean? So he a character just showing that's up. as big as Obi-Wan or Luke or right. Leia or... Right, insert
0: gif of him doing yeah, like this in the speeder.
1: I just think it's, it would become, that would be the show now, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Right, but yeah, here's the thing is that how many Jedi does Grogu have to meet and they say, I can't train him, his attachment's too strong before we just give up on the whole Jedi thing. Right. So, assuming that he does choose the way of the Jedi, because think, he could go to the top and
1: go, I don't want to do this. I think literally any other Jedi besides Ahsoka is a viable option, just because mm-hmm. Ahsoka's got that strong emotional tie. that. Anakin. Yeah, I don't think anybody else had enough of the inside scoop to see, um, like, the absolute worst in the potential that Grogu's packing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, anybody else is going to look at the the hope the rebellions are built on. Uh but I think Ahsoka's just too close to the situation. What, what if I mean? a force ghost shows up? Qui gone. Qui gone.
0: Oh. There's another shirt that would come off.
2: Yeah. I, I would I be guess.
0: up here in my skivvies, boy. Yeah. Viewers at home were lucky that Thrawn was mentioned only by name. Cause I was about to get up here in my in my uh Christmas with the Cranks <laughs> tanning option. <laughs> um. I wore black to make me look lighter yeah so um okay so ezra is my guess ezra is a really
1: viable option especially since Thrawn's already been named. luke is too big of a character i'm personally pulling leia's
0: a little bit too big of a character voss would be cool (sighs) crook would just send me i'm i'm there for it but that would be amazing he's so big yeah like yeah size wise size wise he would just show up and just tower over the mandalorian and, uh, I to see him
2: walk off with Grogu in his same answer.
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine. That's just sick. Of his hand. Oh, um, be dope. Ezra's the obvious option, and there is that guy. I can't remember his name, but there's that actor that's been kind of hinting about
1: getting ready for to play Ezra. Yeah, but that could also be for the uh, rumored Thrawn and Ezra show.
0: Right. It is interesting though that the rumors for the Thrawn and Ezra follow up. Is a rumored cartoon, and this guy is a voice actor. Not correct. a voice actor. Not a voice actor. No, no, no. He's not By a the voice way, actor.
1: Um, for all those who not are that you can't be both, but you know what I mean. At home, I uh, didn't fart. It was the chair rubbing against the desk.
2: <laughs> Lies.
1: That's funny. If I fart, I'll claim it.
2: <laughs>
0: Scout's uh, honor. Scout's honor. Um, but yeah, my thought is, um, for instance. Uh, that actor, God, I can't remember his name, but he uh, he was posting, I'm getting in that orphan from Lothal being trained by Keenan Jarrus kind of headspace. Like, very, like, obviously falsely ambiguous about an upcoming Star Wars project as Ezra Bridger. Rhymes with shmesh, rush, measure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no sound alikes. So, here's the thing. He, um, there's another one where he was like, seriously guys, I'm just kidding. And he's like, Being kind of, you know, yeah, kind of Lando-y. But he looks like he's on set, right? Like trailers and stuff around, which, like, on set of, like, a filming studio, Mm -hmm. which you would be in a a room if you were recording. So he's hinting towards live action, and he's old. Not old, but older than Ezra was. Maybe, like, what, early 30s, maybe? Yeah. So my thought is, if Ezra is...
1: I don't know. I don't know how much older Ezra is than Luke. They should be roughly the same age, I would think. Um, what was Luke like 17, 18 at the beginning of A New Hope? Nineteen. Okay, so then so they let's should say have been like roughly the same. Okay, age. So even if he's twenty five.
0: Okay. Let's say Ezra's twenty five at the time of A New Hope. Um, Empire's three years later, so twenty eight, and then a year later for Return of the Jedi, twenty nine, and Mandalorian supposed to be. Five years after that. So he would be 33, 34? Yeah, nailed it. So I mean my thought is if this guy is going to be live action character, Ezra Bridger, mm-hmm. he's playing him for the Mandalorian mm-hmm. because if the character was going to be voiced directly after the end of Rebels, they would just get Taylor Gray to do it again, the guy who did it for Rebels. Right. So similar to how we've seen Boba and now there's a rumored show of Boba between Return of the Jedi and Mandalorian season one and two. I can see where they're going to show him in The Mandalorian. And then the show will come to pass. And it will be bridging that gap between Before A New Hope and yeah. where we see Thrawn. Um, so my thought is probably Ezra. Because he's he's a character that people know. But he won't take over the show.
1: If Dave, Luke... it's not too late. You can still make it. You can do it. It's not too late. Oh, dude. For real. Make it. Make it. Make it. Make it. Do it. Oh, my God. I I'm sweating. All right. Any other questions for the fans? I have several. Go ahead.
2: Okay, at the end we all know Ahsoka asks where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm-hmm. Why is she looking
0: for him? Is it to find Ezra? Or I, is I think he's... she's looking for Ezra. I think
1: he's the obvious link to Ezra. Yeah.
0: He's probably Here's the thing. At the end of Rebels every I was hopeless because I was rooting for Thrawn, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Blow up the whole planet." Oh yeah. Um but here's the thing, when those space squid whales show up, the Pergil, that's their name? That's and they it. take off with Thrawn's fleet, right? Wherever they end up, Thrawn's whole fleet is there. It's not right. like Ezra and Thrawn one-on-one. Thrawn's there, the fighters are there, it's the chimeras in. there, still all in. the Star Destroyers are there, the whole fleet is there, the Death Troopers are there. There's the chair again. So, so my <laughs> guess is Ezra, she could be looking for Thrawn, and now that the seventh fleet has reemerged, obviously right. with those HKs there, there's a good chance that Ezra is imprisoned.
1: Yeah, I even some of the most powerful Jedi, there's slim to none chance of them getting out of that. We know that there's Thrawn, no chance other than like. Thrawn Luke is Skywalker. still a very accomplished hand-to-hand combatant. Um, yeah, in the novels, we know that he has contingency plans upon contingency plans, and mm-hmm. Thrawn Alliance specifically. Vader says, "Are you meaning to tell me that somebody of your uh, military prowess doesn't already have a plan to kill me if it comes to that, and he says, "I've thought of three actually." Three ways to kill Vader. To kill Vader.
0: And let's mm. not let's not overshoot Ezra Bridger's talents. Yeah,
1: Mister Staple Gun.
0: Yeah, what's that thing for? Killing people or hanging Christmas lights? <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan would be like,
1: "I don't care for that at all." <laughs> That's not elegant.
0: Yeah. Um. So.
1: Here's the Yoda, thing. there's another. This is not him. Um, Nobody? Alright, that's fine. No, I, that's funny. Uh,
0: if if they get to wherever they're going...
1: Um, also, my... Man, my questions are... You know, maybe she thinks Thrawn killed Ezra. She's hmm. trying to follow up on it. Maybe.
2: Well, that's one of the reasons why I didn't think Ezra would be the one to show up on the rock. Mm. Because they brought in Thrawn. Yeah, they still seem to be tied, together that, to be tied mm-hmm. together that way. That makes so sense.
1: I think that that's I a thought. great
2: way to lead into C2 I
0: B3. can see where I can see something along the lines of here's the thing, Thrawn's not loyal to the empire for the empire's sake. Thrawn He's just as an all the way. is trying to preserve the ascendancy and the empire was the most
1: stable Per beneficiary that he could include. Yeah. What's ironic so, is that he has Ezra no royalty, and Thrawn
0: sit down,
1: but he's still like doing the most for the empire.
0: Yeah, if they sit down, they really have more in common than they realize. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: well, especially um, at, at at the collapse of the empire. You mm-hmm. know
0: what I mean? So Thron could
1: end up being almost like a what I really almost like, like a good guy in a way. What I really like is that this could be a full circle for Thrawn being where he was at original.
0: So He's that's another like way. in
1: command of the Imperial Remnant. That's yeah. where Thrawn was from the start. And I think it would be very cool if they brought it back.
0: Yeah. I can see where if Gideon
1: is a moth, can but not talk, a grand morph. Can we talk about how Thrawn would destroy Gideon? In hand-to-hand or just yeah, overall? all of it. All of
0: it. <laughs> Speaking of Gideon. Any of the ways. Um... I have been thinking and I really do believe that Gideon and Mandalorian will face off and it will be Gideon with the Darksaber versus Mando with the, the Beskar Gar Spear. spear. Mm. And I think that he'll end up killing Gideon this season. With the Beskar Spear. With the Beskar Spear. He'll Taking re- the lightsaber re- becoming the Mandalore. He'll return the Darksaber to
1: Bo-Katan. Kills Bo-Katan with the Darksaber. <laughs> becomes, becomes Mandalore. Mandalore. Uh, that was going to be my next Grogu question, yes. turns Sith. Rule the galaxy.
2: (laughs) What's the final order? That was going to lead into my next question, which would have been, we have Moff Gideon, we have the Dark Troopers, we have Bo-Katan, we have Ahsoka, we have all this that has happened this season. Yeah. Where does it end? Okay. I
1: would like to draw attention back to the fact that everybody until last week said Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. She ruined it for me. I don't like Bo-Katan, but everybody's saying it. Um, Okay, it's okay. I'm not mad at you. So... I'm mad at her. It's all good. (laughs) Okay. Um. Okay, dude. I don't even know because it's got to curtail somewhere before. Now, what
2: do we have? Three episodes left. We
1: have three episodes left this season, but we
0: know that we're for sure getting at least three, if not four, seasons total. So we don't have to finish the whole story, and there's a lot to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I personally don't think Thron will show up this season. I think probably not.
1: I think I think three. he's gonna yeah brilliant villain for villain villain for seasons three and four. mm mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I can see. Gideon being defeated by the end of this season. Mm-hmm. I know now that, that
1: they mentioned Thrawn, Gideon's small potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teensy the, weensy potates.
0: I think that the dark, the dark saber will be returned to Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. and it'll be kind of like, uh, you you take this, but you owe me forever. Like they're gonna have some kind of. It's a, basically,
1: him giving her her position. If he yeah, if he does he's that. really
0: he's giving her leadership. Yep. It's not just a, the Saber. It's not like a family heirloom. Right. He's giving her, her her, like you said, her position. Um, so that'll be a big deal. Um, I don't think we'll see Ahsoka again. We may never see Ahsoka again in the
1: Mandalorian. It wouldn't surprise me if we never did um, unless it's in the finding of Thrawn. What if Thrawn kills Ahsoka? That'd be cool.
0: Sick. Here's the thing. Assert dominance. Maybe, I mean, maybe... We know from the Aftermath Trilogy that Mon Mothma um, basically demilitarizes the New Republic. And I can see where where Thrawn, with the fringes of the Empire, says, Well, then let's let's take this thing back over. Whatever helps the Chiss. So I guess Thrawn stays a villain, probably. Um, By the end of this season, I guess we don't see
1: Boba Fett again? we got to figure out something with the Mando armor. I think Boba Fett's going to tie into the Gideon arc. I don't think he's going to okay. tie into the Thrawn arc. Oh my god.
2: There's still so much that is yeah, we're not playing, tied. We were
1: playing chess in season one. Now we're playing 3D chess.
2: Right. Those freaking chess you do- <laughs> boards that are
1: like...
0: When you do puzzles and then someone that doesn't know that these are terribly hard gives you like a, hey, this is the Empire State Building. It's a 3D puzzle. You don't just have to find the pieces, but they build upward. Yeah. Um, I can see Boba being tied into Gideon, but sweet Lord in heaven, if Boba Fett and Grand Admiral Thrawn were on the screen at the same time... (laughs) (laughs) I can't.
1: My my heart wouldn't be able to take it.
0: They've already been in the same season. That's ridiculous. Um, Boba wants his armor back. Uh, I can see him being tied into Gideon before Thrawn, like you're saying. Thrawn is big picture. And Boba, at the end of the day, is is a small picture kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Sad to say. But... Well, um, depends on the picture. Yeah. I mean, he works with Vader. But, um, man, I don't know. I feel like we've got to get back to Tython, but somehow Gideon... You've got to remember that Gideon has a tracker. Right. I think On the Razor
1: Crest. I think they're gonna I think the showdown is gonna happen at Tython I think Gideon's gonna be the main antagonist for the rest of the season okay
0: so what about this is Gideon working with Thrawn or will there's a story in the bible where the prophet and his servant are in the house yes and the armies of their enemies are surrounding them right and the prophet asks the lord to open up the eyes of his servant and he sees that the greater army is surrounding their enemies right so what if Gideon surra- is has the Midlorian dead to rights, and then Thron surrounds Gideon. Similar to another analogy, Episode One, when they're going through the planet core,
1: yeah, and always that, a bigger fish, and
0: that fish is attacking them, so, and that giant yoked underwater crocodile <laughs> human thing just goes. <laughs> what if that happens? I'm sorry. What was the? Uh, what, was the <laughs> what if? What? What? what what if we end up seeing not Gideon working for Thrawn, but what if it's Gideon versus Thrawn?
1: Yeah. I I think <laughs> because Thrawn now officially is the senior official of the entire empire. Correct. There that's is that's right. no one higher. So No one greater? Yep. And uh, <laughs> I think Thrawn is going to see Gideon as more of a chaotic thing. And Thrawn... It, at the end of the ga- at the end of the day, All Thrawn wanted from the Empire was to a partnership find to protect the chest. Just in case, just wan- he just wanted a back pocket ally. Well, here's what's crazy is whatever's banned. in Wild Space.
0: They're painting a crazy picture, but I totally trust him to finish it. What?
1: He's having an aneurysm. What if Uh-oh. Thrawn takes the Empire? out into wild space, and that makes room for the First Order. He comes back, mm-hmm. reorganizes the Empire, but mm-hmm. under himself, I and know. takes it out into wild space, and, and that's, that's how hap- First Order comes in.
2: Well, that was that was a thought that I had, too, because y'all said that he was given the Seventh Fleet from Palpatine, mm-hmm. so there's already a relationship established there. So sure. if he takes the what's left... He's the only he one. As far as he knows,
1: gun, he's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, okay. a, he's a grand admiral. He's the only one left. There's no higher position other than so. You're saying the what if he goes? Himself. You're saying what if he goes into wild
0: space and that's the beginning of the first order? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. He comes. He back. takes them he to protect takes the chiss. all the rest of the empire and leaves with it. Okay. To protect the chiss. And he's just and, gone. And then the first order comes out of that vacuum.
0: Okay. We know for a fact. Here's what we know from the aftermath trilogy is that the reason that the First Order is called the First Order is that if the Emperor dies, his First Order is to dissolve the Empire, and these loyal folks, you go to unknown whatever, and that's where all that happens.
1: So there's got to be that vacuum for the First Order to be established.
0: Right. Here's the other thing, is that Thrawn's thinking here, okay, here's Thrawn's line of thinking, whatever's best for the Chess. Okay. Gideon is the smaller villain mm-hmm. compared to Thrawn, but Gideon might know more of the bigger picture if he's like some kind of Sith occultist or loyalist to Palpatine, right? We saw the people in the vats, and we think that's probably the beginning of Snoke. They're trying to clone people with a high-midi chlorine count and things like that. Right. I don't think Thrawn's in on that. Thrawn, that is way too valuable of information for Thrawn to
1: know. Right. So I can see where. And I would see where Thrawn doesn't want that to happen. Oh, for sure, he doesn't trust Palpatine, Mm-mm.
0: and he is the kind of guy no, that I don't. when <laughs> he's the kind of guy that when they're talking about Death Star, mm-hmm. Thrawn's saying you're you're thinking you're you're you have tunnel vision right here. Yeah. The Death Star is not going to work. Yeah, you need to invest in a, a, a ton of money and diversify your assets with the Tide Defender project. Right. So, Star Killer Base. Final Order, all that kind of crap, is that same Death Star basket, yes. right? So he wouldn't want Palpatine to be back, right? The figurehead being gone and everyone else being even is stronger. So um, I can see where Gideon is defeated and Thrawn leaves,
1: but the scientists, the work doesn't stop Yeah, for the First Order. Right. Well, and there's crap happening on Exegol too, so we don't know what the freak's happening out there. Yeah. Um. What do you think's the over-under we see, Rook? Live action. I think he's dead. Is he dead? I think wolf killed him. Frick. At the end of Rebels,
0: yeah. Rook would have been cool to see. But we might see Pelion.
1: Mm. I love Pelion. Mm-hmm. That would be sick. Um, He's an admiral by now, yeah? Admiral Pelion? Yeah. Good man.
0: So, man, we'll see... We'll see, but this season I think that we go back. We focus a little bit more on Gideon and uh, the guy who is the director for uh, that. He's the CG director for uh, ILM Industrial Lights and Magic. Um, he said, "I took a screenshot because I was thinking of y'all." He said, "Y'all are in for a roller coaster in these next three episodes." It's gonna be great. I'm very excited. So who even freaking knows?
2: Okay, so uh, Mando has Boba Fett's armor. Okay. They hook up somehow, he gets his armor back, mm-hmm. becomes Boba Fett again. Mm-hmm. Then they have Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan whatever you want to call it, and it comes back to that same episode from Season 1 where all the Mandalorians are back Working together, together fighting again. So
1: Maybe. I think I um, would not be surprised if Boba Fett comes and challenges Bo-Katan for supremacy.
0: Really? The way that they've written him does not lend
1: to him caring about leading Mandalorians. Yeah, but he became Mandalore at one point, right? Right. We know that that's an existing storyline. We know that Dave and John are fans of the existing storylines.
0: Yeah, but the existing storyline where he becomes the Mandalore is the Mandalore's dying wish is Boba's the one with the hardware and the backstory
1: to lead the people. Right. So, but he's also got double vendetta now. And he would know that his best chance of getting revenge on the Jedi in general would be... You want to hear a, a wild thought? ...of a large contingent of powerful warriors, also known as the Mandalorians. Here's a thought that has something to do with what you're talking about.
0: That pits the Mandalorian against Boba Fett. That Sarlacc pits Mandalorian against the <laughs> Boba Fett. Um, they go to the top of that mountain. Okay. They send up the force signal.
2: Okay.
1: The beacons are
0: lit. The beacons are Gondor lit. Calls Gondor, Gondor, Gondor calls for aid. Gondor
1: calls for aid. <laughs> and Rohan will answer. Mace Windu. Yeah, I've seen that. I don't think there's much to it. Shows up. I Hear think, me out. Hear I me out. I think Windu's dead dead. I think so too. But But
0: crazier things have happened <laughs> this season. Mace Windu shows up, and that's what draws Boba all the way out. Nothing pushes Boba more than his hate for Mace Windu because of the
1: loss of his father. So, more
2: I like that, too. I won't
1: hold my breath for that.
2: I won't either, but that's still a cool concept.
0: I never thought that I would hear Ahsoka Tano ask where Grand Admiral Thrawn was. So yeah, I'm just saying.
1: but I started out this season... Thinking they would go to Ahsoka, who would be the bridge to the ROM. We said that explicitly multiple times. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I think is a little bit far-fetched.
0: I think Windu is far-fetched, but it would be sick. Don't rule it out.
1: If it happens, it happens. I just don't think it's going to happen. What if the Jedi's yaddle? <laughs> she was kicked off the council between episodes two and three. I don't know if she was kicked off. She was kicked off. Grievous misconduct. She... <laughs> To quote General
0: Grievous. <coughs> so, think about that. If Mace Windu shows up, that's the tide to Boba Fett. If Yaddle shows up, she knows how to care for someone of her own species.
1: Yeah, but like any Jedi. Yeah. What? Well, I'm just saying. What if Crook was one of the Jedi, Master Jedi, that Boba Who saw
0: I mean, the way that Grover. Crook works in Legends is he is very, very wise. He's been around for a long time, and he lives forever. Yeah. And they, they make a joke... Within the Jedi, that he's unkillable because freaking Grievous tried to kill him, didn't work. Order sixty six happened, survived. The One Sith rise with Darth Crate, still there. <laughs> like he survived everything. So the the he will survive the timeline. Yeah, he will. He will survive <laughs> the timeline. He'd he still be hey. he'd still be there. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, my head's gonna explode if we think about this anymore. Everything ties together. So what if it's one of the Wookiees? I from- stand by my. The High Republic, Wookiee, stuff here. like that. I have
2: one more question. For oh, the High Republic is way far, I'm, I'm sorry. One more quick question. I want a quick, short answer. Don't go long.
0: Go ahead. He <laughs> pointed at me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course. Um, so, Mando has now seen that there is um, more sex in the Mandalorian thing. Mm-hmm. Sects. Sex. Sects. With a C. <laughs> Does he... Go that route and remove his helmet ever.
1: I thought maybe when he was trying to bond with Grogu, he would have taken his helmet off. He seems pretty bonded to it though. Because he's still, if he gives that up, he kind of gives up his quest with Grogu. Because he's bound to that Mandalorian Creed. Right, he can't you know stop I mean? till the quest is done. Right. He's bound
0: um, by that. Honor. Well, he did do something already where he was lifting up his helmet to eat in front of that's true. Grogu, and that's, he never would have done that. Because when, in episode one of this season, when Cobb Vantha's like, two Spachkas or whatever, yeah, he Mandalorian's like, how the F are we going to drink that? You know, he got two spatchka straws, you know? Um, so when he sits those two cups down, Mando's like, hmm. And he takes his helmet off, and that's when he loses his cool. Mm-hmm. So even just the lifting of the helmet to drink is a big deal. So, I don't know. Personally, I want to see his character develop and realize that Mandalorian is is your the way you live and your beliefs and stuff but I don't want him to I think if it to comes, completely undo everything.
1: Yeah, I think if it comes to him having to help Bo-Katan become Mandalore mm-hmm. that it would kind of bring him to a halfway point, you know, in what it means to be a Mandalorian as far as being committed without being an extremist.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is also, yeah, he's kind of he doesn't understand I know that having him helmet on at all times is an extremist thing, but, like, the hate and things like mm-hmm. that, that's not really part of who he is. Right. Well, so. that
1: seems to have been washed out of Death Watch overall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that doesn't seem to be very present at this point. And are we, will we ever see Paz Vizla again? Oh, God, I wish. I hope so. We'll In the armor it. from uh, Season 7 of Clone Wars, preferably. Hmm? What? What are you talking about? Who am I what? talking about? I'm talking about the Heavy Mandalorian, oh, Thick Boy. Sorry, I'm thinking of the one with the sick armor. Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon
0: the latest he was in Rebels and he had that two-tone red, yeah, and, no, no, red no. and white. I don't want
1: that. He's probably dead. I want. Season seven, Clone Wars. The cool Mandalorian helmets. helmet. Sick with the gold horns.
0: Yeah. Well, it turns out that rumors about the armor maybe being a part of mm-hmm. Maul is probably true. If she's a part of Death the Children Watch. of the Watch. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. Man, so much speculation. So little time. Uh, but there's an episode this week. Yep. And I have no clue where it's going. The Can't beautiful wait. thing is, starting this past episode, we have no clue what's going on because all the trailer footage is gone. Right. Which is amazing. So, here's to it. We'll here's see. Here's to it. Um, my predictions, we won't see through on the rest of this season. But eventually, we're going to see Grand Admiral Tanan I think if we see him, it'll flesh. be a um,
1: Boba Fett at the end of episode. Kind of yeah, reveal. Maybe. You know what I mean? Just like a turnaround. You see somebody in a sleek white uniform, blue skin, jet black hair. Blue black hair. Yeah, but that's like so dark it's blue black. Those
2: red eyes. Out.
1: And you get the, the glow just out of the side of his peripheral vision. Dude, whenever I was watching the episode, I got like.
0: There's a group chat that I'm a part of on Instagram called Mando Discussion, and it's a subsect of a second group that everyone in this group watches it either like 12 o'clock Pacific time when it comes out or like first thing the next morning. So they're always right on, right on, you know, mm-hmm. ready to go. And uh, I wasn't looking at the group chat because we were watching it at the time. And when I went back, it was like, Josiah, are you okay? <laughs> is Joe is going to lose his cool. What's going on? And they're texting me like, are you alive? Uh, skills skeleton astronaut was like i was for sure that your shirt probably came off um dude so many people texted over the weekend well, that's um, why i text y'all yeah as soon
2: as because i got up at 6 45 and i watched it and i you were like you need to watch time. it i won't say anything else well, i was like i wouldn't yeah I said, I said i said i'm done and then i was like oh wait but you gotta watch it
0: one of the most fulfilling things about doing the podcast is when people buy their merch and they show us that's really cool um Not for the mind of it, but just seeing them love the show enough to get something. But the most fulfilling thing to me, outside of just doing the podcast with you guys, is when people text me and say, dude, I'm so happy for Cap, Mm -hmm. podcast, because I didn't know who Cobb Vanth was, but now I do, and I saw him in this episode, and nobody would have known who that was. Specifically, this past weekend, I had, off the top of my head, three or four or five people that either because of the podcast or like Caleb Hyman, hmm. uh, I said, you know, he's, he has a bit of a commute. And I said, dude, you got to get into Star Wars audiobooks, dog. And he's like, where do I start? And I said, Air of the Empire. And uh, and so he texted me and he was like, I'm done with the Air of the Empire, but I feel like there's a lot of loose strings. And I said, yeah, it's a trilogy, bro. So I was like, you need to look for uh, <laughs> the next book. So anyways, people like that texted me and being like, man, I'm so excited and so grateful for the podcast because... I would have been excited because of this mysterious character, but I knew who the character was because of the show. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest thing. People well, texted to me tonight, when's the review coming out?
2: I have a couple of buddies who you know are big, big, quote-unquote, Star Wars fans, but then they're just like, who's Thrawn? Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I tried to explain it to them, and they're like, okay. But I'm just like, but how are you a, quote-unquote, big Star Wars fan? You don't know that this is a big thing yeah, yeah. And, and i'm trying to unload to you how big this is and you're just like okay yeah you know, so i'm
0: just it was so rewarding because years ago read the heir of the empire books read the the hand of Throne duology stuff like that then he was brought back in rebels and he gained some fans and i remember being like i was here when it was just books um having the comics having the figures before they were popular i remember when i first bought my first like the newest. Super articulated Thrawn. I paid like $12 for it because nobody knew who that was. Now that's like a $70 figure. So just stuff like that of being sure. in the roots, you know? Mm-hmm. And so now... And this also means probably a new figure. So that's bonus for me. <laughs> um right. Anyway. But, so excited. I still got to edit these things before Yeah, ben. yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for tuning in. The most amazing episode of The Mandalorian yet. And three tens across the board... So let's keep the streak alive, guys, and we'll be back at you before you know it next week. May the Force be with you. And uh, maybe next week. (laughs) What if they have, like, an Avengers moment and it's Gideon and then, like, the Tuscans and the Jawas and the Mudhorn and everybody's... (laughs)